The following is a presentation of Team Bonding, providing more than 100 live, virtual, or hybrid corporate team building activities for companies around the world. Visit teambonding.com to schedule your event now. Hello once again, my team. It's me, Rich Rennensland, and welcome to Team Building Around the World, the podcast where I speak to people from the team bonding, team building industry from all across the globe. Today, we are reaching all the way out to Prague and the Czech Republic to speak with Mr. Jakob Skorik. Uh, he's the head of the department of Max in Prague, and we're going to hear his story in just a moment. But first, I do want to actually you know, give some love to my supporters. This show is supported by the Catalyst Team Building Network. Find out more about the world's largest network of team building providers at catalystglobal.com. We also want to thank our friends at B1G1, which can make your business a real force for good. Visit B1G1.com to get started. And now, friends, back in 1999, Max in Prague uh, started as a family business with long-established partnerships with local suppliers to create an optimal solution for their client needs. And in 2017, they became part of the Catalyst Team Building Network. So please join me in welcoming the head of the department all the way from Prague in the Czech Republic, Jakob Skorig. Hi, everybody. Hello, Jakob. Uh, don't worry about those. That's just a small group of people I keep chained up under my desk, and they're only there to applaud, so it's not like they have a lot to do. So how are you today, sir? What time is it out there in Prague? Um, yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. We have actually just after lunch, so we have ah. like 2 p.m., so it's really just the, the nap time after having lunch. <laughs> That's fantastic because I just woke up from my nap time. It's 8 a.m. here. <laughs> but um, let's start off, Jakob, uh, just for all of my audience out there who don't know who you are, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, okay, well, um, I'm responsible for the team building department in, in actually our company. Um, it's actually focused uh, on the event production, but okay. uh, we have been doing the team buildings, um, I don't know, since actually very beginning. Mm. And I'm responsible for the team buildings only in the in the company. Okay. Uh, what other things do uh, you offer out there with Maxim? Uh, well, actually, we do all sorts of stuff for the events production. So we have even a rental department. Uh, mm. So... Um, we want to be kind of like a one-stop shop for the <laughs> for the people who wants to do event in Czech Republic. Great. So all all the foreign companies who are going to Czech Republic and they want to do meetings, uh, events, or team buildings, mm. they can come to us and we can deliver everything from the first to the to the end. Okay. So uh, Jakob, tell me, um, how is it that you actually got started in this business? Now I understand Maxon is a family uh, company. Is that your family? Uh yes, yes. I'm I'm the son of the owner, so I don't have to do anything. I'm just <laughs> just annoying my assistants. Uh, just bringing me a coffee, and that's it. Very nice. Um, uh, I actually I actually started in the in the hotel industry in the travel business, but oh, okay. it was quite boring. So I was looking for something more, for something more fun. And uh, there I have been the girl in the office for everything, for the event production. Mm. And uh, afterwards, um, I've been the event manager, and then. I even started moderating some of the some of the events, and from there, I just joined the team building, and that's how I end up here. Okay. While team building, I mm -hmm. also agree is not as dull as hotel management, which I should clarify is just my opinion. What <laughs> what inspired you about team building itself to make it what you thought you'd want to be? Supporting the the people to to helping them because uh, actually I'm helping as well planning and events and selling them for the maximum 
as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's it's actually kind of bonded together that we are supporting our clients to to either reach their goals or uh, bring their teams together. It's I like to support them to to achieve something with them. So so that's the that's the most rewarding for me. So helping clients, helping them attain their goals. Tell me what that looks like out there in Prague, because that's really what I think for many of my listeners who might not be part of the industry. We're actually mm-hmm. getting people who just want to know what life is like on the other side of the world. So mm-hmm. what what is team building like in Prague? Well, most importantly, it's it's a lot of fun for the people to bring the good atmosphere, the good mood for them. Okay. And um, during that entertaining afternoon, let's say, we work with them with some short games. And for the people, the most important is is to to bring the energy for them, because Czech people they're they're very different to even Italians uh, or well German people they are quite similar to us, mm. uh, but completely different to the United States. Uh, we are very boxy. We are really like to be in our walls. We we don't want to interact so much. We uh, we like our standards. We we don't want to go out and try something new very often. Even yeah. though we like it, and uh, many new generations, they like it much more than the others. <laughs> but still, we're a lot of in the borders. So the most important is to to take them out of these boxes, as we say. And uh, and then they interact, and they have fun, and then they learn a lot. So that's the, that's the most important for us. Well, how do you do that? Uh, if you have a people who culturally are so used to being closed off, how do you get them through the door? How do you get them to open up? Because one of the problems that I've always had, especially even here in the States, is that people are afraid to look foolish. They're afraid to be step out of their comfort zone, especially with people that they work with. How do you get people in the Czech Republic to open up to you? It's always depends on the group. We we always uh, we always have a lot of annoying questions to our clients if we work with them together for the first time. Okay. And um, we try to understand the mentality of the team. We try to understand what they exactly do, uh, who they are, pretty much. Of course, it's a little bit difficult if you have 250 people. Yeah. Uh, but still, you can you can understand the mentality inside. And then it really suits uh, each group suits something a little bit different for somebody, some kind of silly, funny game for somebody. We use some kind of physical touches, for example, during the icebreakers. So always something different, but all the time works when our staff and everybody from our team are enthusiastic about the game. And that's, that's work always 100% time. And uh, they, they are not then scared to, to, to do any kind of silly things which we prepare for them. Mm. Give me an example if you can. What are some of those annoying questions you ask your clients when you're just getting to know them? The, the, the basic stuff uh, about uh, who they are, uh, what is, for example, uh, the normal working routine, uh, if they have any kind of issues inside their, the team, uh, what is their experience with the previous team buildings, what have worked before, what not. I'm sorry, somebody is calling me for the third time already, so that's why. <laughs> The silent mode in the iPhone didn't work. Okay. Um, sorry for that. And, That's not a problem. Um, yeah, all these kind of all these kind of things to to get them know better uh, personally as well as professionally. So who they are, ladies, uh, men's, all these kind of things. Hmm. As many details as we can. Okay. 
So you've got the client, they're hooked, they want you to come in and perform your magic for their team. And you mentioned icebreakers. Now, can you describe to my team out there what an icebreaker is and what's some of your favorite ones? The icebreaker uh, is a very quick, short game, which has very quick explanation and which takes five to 10 minutes maximum. Sometimes something to, to warm up the people. So that's, I would describe basically the, the, the energizer okay. or the icebreaker. Mm -hmm. My favorite one is actually evolution. Uh, I don't know if you have heard about this one go ahead and well uh, i have but let's assume they haven't so go ahead oh okay okay <laughs> so uh it's actually based on the paper scissor rocks you just start as an egg and you just walk around the meeting space as an egg and you're looking for another egg you play paper scissor rocks who wins uh he develops to the chicken so then you walk like a chicken around the meeting <laughs> space and again you're looking for another chicken and uh, this, you can add as many characters as you want. And uh, at the end, we say that now you can come up, once you develop to the human being, you can come to the podium and you can look at the zoo, which is which is walking around. So that's pretty much my favorite one. That is great. I like that one too. Do you have any others that you like? Actually, I just remember right now with uh, another Paper, Scissor, Rocks, when you have the cheerleader. Yeah. So you play Paper, Scissor, Rocks, and who wins uh, has a cheerleader from his opponents, and then you're looking for another opponents with one cheerleader. <laughs> and at the end, you, you end up with, with two people fighting with Paper, Scissor, Rocks with a bunch of people cheering for them which is really great as well yeah yeah it really is that's that that last round is always so yeah. energetic it's really wonderful yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so if you don't mind, let's talk a bit. We're going to change a little gears here and talk about the Czech Republic itself. What is it about uh, teamwork in the Czech Republic that makes your job so necessary? What are some of the, the challenges you face when doing team building in the Czech Republic? Well, first of all, we have to say that in Czech Republic, the perspective, the perception of the, of the team building is, I would say, a little bit older uh, or I would say the perception is not that well received yet. So mm. we are still quite developing in this way. So many times uh, we have to explain what is the added value of the team buildings. There is not some just some kind of fun afternoon where they drink a beer and uh, play some football. Even though many companies, especially multinational, they, they understand why the team buildings are necessary. Mm -hmm. But uh, for a majority, we explain why it's necessary to do the team building. So that's, that's the first thing which is very important to say that I would say we are like 10 years or maybe seven years behind the Western Europe yet still mm -hmm. because that was affected uh, by the communism time, which we had here still until 89, until 1989. So uh, we were heavily affected by that. And uh, we are still developing. Then from those who understand why to use the team buildings for their team, uh, the most challenging uh, is the communication. That's pretty much the, uh, the daily thing which we do in our team buildings. I would say that's the, the most common goal which we set up with our clients, that they would like to improve the communication and passing the, the experience, passing the knowledge from one to another one. Okay. Jakob, if you can, please just hold on. I'm going to get back to this real quick. But first, I want to take a break for a moment to tell all my team out there about the Catalyst Team Building Network, an association of team building providers. With representatives in over 90 countries speaking more than 20 languages, the Catalyst Network is widely regarded as the voice of the team building industry. Network members share resources, best practices, and business opportunities. Catalyst partners are learning from each other and pushing the boundaries of what is possible in team building. Catalyst Network members share a common goal of creating highly relevant, 
socially responsible, good value experiences for their clients. So for more information, please visit CatalystGlobal.com. The Catalyst Team Building Network, the world's largest network of team building providers. All right. So you're telling us, Jakob, that team building is still not all that well received in Prague and the Czech Republic. What were the early days like? I mean, what kind of team dynamics are they looking for in the Czech Republic? Well, basic basic team building here looks like that you're going to the, to the pub and uh, you have a nice evening with your colleagues and uh, or you have some some kind of party. Mm. Uh, we just make a joke that this is really good. This is pretty much the perception or that they are going, for example, to the mountains and uh, they do some, some kind of hikes together. Uh, they spend uh, one day during the weekend and that's, that's pretty much the, the perception of the team buildings here. Mm. So there you are, you're talking to a client, you're trying to show them this, this all new way of doing things. And they're telling you that the main thing they want to work on is communication. How do you sell them on trying this new dynamic to get that goal? First of all, first of all, we try to figure it out. What is the actual problem? How does it look? What what exactly is the problem in the communication which they have? Mm. And uh, based on that, based on that, we we uh, check our programs, what we have, what we can do for them, and then we are discussing how we could amend it towards this goal. So, the selling the selling for us is. I don't want to be negative, but it's more about finding the the issue, the problem, the the problem which mm-hmm. which they have, and trying trying to solve it. Of course, sometimes we figure it out that that uh, our our programs, our products, don't fit this this issue, and that we should create something either tailor made, mm. uh, or that they need to use something else if they want to figure if they want to solve it. So it's more kind of like an open discussion, and uh, if we agree that uh, this can be the solution, uh, then 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 we sell it. What are some of the problems with communications that you've seen without going into specifics, naming companies or people or anything like that? From the basic ones that uh, there are some personal problems. Sometimes we figure it out that the, the company has difficult communication structure. For example, they, they force them to use, I don't know, three different softwares, for example, to reach three different uh, departments. Huh. What else? Of course, the distance. The distance is very often the the issue that they have uh, different branches in different cities. Okay. And uh, even though the people, they know each other for a very long time, they just don't work together properly. Mm-hmm. So maybe these two will be great examples, I would say. Okay. No, that that is. That's great. Now, let's talk about, of course, distance. Here in the U.S., we are still we're actually just starting to loosen restrictions on lockdown due to the COVID-19 pandemic. What kind of challenges are you facing over there in Prague? Well, first of all, our distances are slightly different to yours in the United States. Sure. Of our, course. Our country is much smaller. Right. Uh, but yeah, in, in COVID-19, actually, the Republic, they handle it very well, or we handle it very well. Okay. Uh, even though we, we had some, some deaths, but still, I think we had like 8,000 people maybe sick. Okay. So it was very, very low number. And now actually in these days, as we speak, you can do events up to 1000 people, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, good. And um, you don't need to carry the face mask on the street just in inside of the, of the spaces, but this should be released in like three, four weeks. Good for you. So yeah, yeah, this is really working really well. And now you can, you can even travel around Europe again as, as we were used to. So great. Uh, it's really good. Yeah, that's fantastic. Congratulations, by the way. That's that's got to be a huge relief. 
Hopefully, hopefully, yes. yes <laughs> now, okay, let's shift some gears here. One of my favorite things to do is to work with charitable organizations. Do you have anything like that that you work with in Prague? Yeah, yes, we do. We do. We we have actually two preferred associate or organization in in uh, Czech Republic with whom we work. Actually, just today, I have been there just to give them one bicycle for one one boy. Mm. Uh, but um, it always depends on the clients as well, because many times the clients, they already cooperate with some kind of charity program. Oh, okay. So then uh, either we work with them, or if they don't, then of course we use ours. But majority of the clients, they want to have a local impact. Right. So... Uh, they they focus on the local problems which which we which we discuss. What are some of those local pro- the charities? Um, you don't have to tell me specifics about the problems, but let's give some uh, love to the charities themselves. Uh, the most actually with with whom we work most is actually focused on the on the kids in the orphanage ah. and on starting their lives after they leave the orphanage. So they're giving them support in the once they are eighteen and they leave the orphanage. So they are supporting, and as well, they are supporting actually families who are taking the the, the kids from the orphanage to, to have a normal family. Mm. So this is who we support most. And how do you do that? How do you actually, what, what is it that you do for that charity? It's either financial support, direct, okay. so, um, or actually very popular is uh, building a dream program here in Czech Republic. Great. So uh, we have done that quite a few times for listeners. It's it's actually building a bike, and uh, afterwards this bicycle is donated to the kids. So so mm. this is very uh, something which is very popular here. Yeah, it's popular here too. That's always good to know. But actually, with that in mind, Jakob, one more time, I'm going to step away, and I want to tell all my friends out there about B1G1, which can make your business a real force for good. When you're a part of B1G1, you bring new purpose, meaning, and relevance to your business by making giving a core of what you do. Unlike conventional giving models, B1G1 helps small and medium-sized businesses achieve more social impact by embedding giving activities in their everyday business operations to create unique giving stories. Every business transaction can impact lives from just as little as one cent. So please visit B1G1.com to get started. B1G1, business for good. All right, and we're back with Jakob. Um, Jakob, let's talk about you for a little bit. What are some of your favorite events that you produce? I love the foremost. That's most probably because I'm still a big boy. Okay. So I love, I love the formula, the building of formulas and then racing with them. Okay. That's the Formula One racers, as we call them over here? Yeah, yeah, the flat out Formula One. Yeah, nice. Exactly. Very good. Do you have any memories, maybe silly memories of one of those events that you were running in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we did actually for one IT company and uh, they put actually a boss in the formula and they actually, instead of pushing, they hooked up uh, a two big guys as the engine hmm. and he looked really scared when he when they were running really, really fast downhill <laughs> and he was in that formula. So there was really, his his face was saying everything. Nice. So, so yeah, that was, that was really, really funny, really nice. Very good. Let's kind of flip it. People are always curious to hear about nightmare scenarios, like the, like the worst challenge you've ever had to overcome during an event. Well, yeah, there's always, always something, always something which goes wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I like to say that our job as the event manager sometimes is, is to make it that the, the, the minor thing is not working, but yeah. We do plan pretty much everything, everything well. 
Good. Yeah, but yeah, few times, few times we we just uh, had some issues with the preparation, so mm. you just end up like two minutes before the people entered the the space. So most probably it was because of the technology issues that something was connected to something, and for example, the router didn't speak to tablets or something like that. Ah. So so that took us down. But, uh, but all the rest, how do you overcome? Well, yeah. Yeah. What is it that you do to overcome moments like that? Um, like if you were a facilitator well, standing there and suddenly your, your electronics weren't working, what would you do? We just make a joke of that. Uh, honestly speaking, <laughs> the, for example, okay, so this is the test version. Uh, now we'll plug in the normal one. So we just turn <laughs> it into, into some kind of fun and it sometimes happens. It's, it's the technology. So you can do anything with that. So. Well, um, let's talk about you then for a minute, if you don't mind. In your personal life, do you find that, you know, being in the team building industry affects your personal life at all? Uh, yeah, actually a lot. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah. your whole family has been in it since 1999. So what was it like being very, raised in that? Well, the great thing is that uh, meeting a lot of new people all the time. Uh, that's the most important and I think the, the biggest advantage that uh, even though when I was teenager and I was helping at some kind of event or something like that, mm -hmm. I could meet uh, a lot of uh, foreign people. I could talk to them in English. Uh, I could uh, listen to their stories, what they are doing. Mm. So that was very helpful. It helped a lot to, to be open minded for the new stuff, even though still many times I'm very stubborn and uh, <laughs> I don't want to wait. I don't want to go in certain ways, but. All the rest is is really great advantage, and uh, it's very important to see all different approaches to different stuff. So, so that's very very good. Okay, do you have any any family of your own right now? Yeah, my wife. She's pretending and working in the next room. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you did you meet her through the industry, or did she come on board when she when you and her got together? Actually, actually, yeah. Actually, we've met, uh, she was helping, uh, she was actually a hostess uh, ah. at our events. And actually her sister, she was working in our company. So that's that's how we met. Very nice. Very, very nice. Yeah. Tell me about, um, do you find that it actually strengthens your bond? Or being, you know, knowing all this about team dynamics, do you know, do, do you find that it actually helps strengthen your bond with family, with your friends? Or is it just something that people are like, oh, he's trying to build us into a team again? <laughs> um yeah yeah it it gives me a better uh, better perspective over certain problems okay uh i'm i'm not applying even though actually we are sometimes playing games which we have in the work which i have in, in the company we we play them with uh, with the people mm -hmm. just for fun especially during the during the quarantine when it was complete lockdown and we yeah. couldn't see each other with the people so we used our actually online games uh, with our friends just to have some fun and to, again, connect together via Zoom or something like that. But otherwise, I don't I don't force them to do any kind of any kind of things <laughs> only when they ask me only when they ask. Me. Oh, OK, you don't force them to just build Formula One racers for you <laughs> on a whim. That's probably that's yet. probably for the best. <laughs> 
Jakob, thank you so much for being on the show. You have been, it has been just fascinating listening to the perspectives from your side of the world and, and hearing your stories. Thank you so much for being with us. I, I have to say, uh, unfortunately, I'm kind of sucking up a little bit to you because now I'm going to turn against you. See, as everyone knows, whoever led an event as a team builder, when those people first come in the room and they hear that they're going to be doing something team building, there is this look of dread that comes over everyone's faces. Because they're like, oh, we're going to play silly games. Well, Jakob, this is kind of their payback because I'm going to put you through a silly game. It's time to get you into our speed round. Now, what the speed round is for the next 60 seconds, I'm going to ask Jakob a series of innocuous questions. He's going to answer as fast as he can, trying to give me whatever answer happens to be right off the top of his head. And we'll see how well he does. Jakob, I don't know how competitive you are, but our num- our, the, the number to beat is 13 questions answered. Okay. Okay, and All right. Fantastic. Let's see how well you do. Once we hear the music, I'll start ans- asking questions, and away we go. What's your name? Uh, Jakub. Do you have any pets? Yes, dog. If you could ask your dog one question, what would it be? Do you love me? Aw. Who's your favorite athlete? Uh, Usain Bolt. Nice. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Uh, be nice. Oh, lovely. If you um, had to pick a new nickname for yourself, what would it be? Um, a ghost. <laughs> what do you like to do on a rainy day? Uh, read a book. Would you rather be the best player on a horrible team or the worst player on a great team? Um... Yeah, the best player in the worst team. Okay. So you can save me as a goat. What's your favorite thing to do on a beach? Um, lay around. <laughs> favorite movie? Um, uh, yeah, with the Bruce Willis, Die Hard. Nice. I'll accept it. That's 10. <laughs> 10 answers done. Fantastic. Jakob Skorig, everyone. Please give him another big round of applause for being on the show. Jakob, do you have a website that anybody within the sound of my voice might be able to go and reach out to? Uh, yeah, it's actually www.catalystteambuilding.cz. Fantastic. Thank you so very much for coming on board, Jakob. And for you, my friends out there, thanks for listening to Team Building Around the World. If you like this show, please share it with a friend or a colleague, and we'd be grateful if you would subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your favorite podcast and leave us that lovely favorable review. If you don't have a favorable review to leave, just shut up about it. Everything's going to be fine. Now, all past episodes can be found at teambonding.com slash podcast. So, my friends, that's it for me. One more time, this has been Rich Renansland, and if you are within the sound of my voice, you are now on my team, and I'm always on yours. So thanks, everyone, and we will see you next time. It's been said that you learn more about a person in an hour of play than in a year of conversation. So why not put your coworkers to play with the help of the team at Team Bonding? Team Bonding was founded over 20 years ago with one simple question. How can employees have a great time while fostering strong, authentic bonds between people who work together? Their catalog of innovative events includes scavenger hunts, Jeopardy, and much more. Each activity, whether live, virtual, or hybrid, maximizes the impact of team building with an accent on fun. Visit teambonding.com to 
schedule your event now. Team bonding when you want seriously fun results. 